We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get ready. It's time for... Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On KMOX. This isn't our normal night. It is not our normal night. We should be here on Mondays, usually. Well, we had the Monday night football game on last night. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. See the game, yes. I didn't stay up long enough to see the Chiefs make the comeback. Is that right? Yeah. I gave up on them. I thought they were done. No, it was a good game. They, I thought they played uh, a very good game. And the Raiders, uh, I don't know. The Raiders, you know, they were a pretty hyped team going into the season, and uh, they've not shown me much. Yeah, not so much. But, I mean, come on, it's the Chiefs. They're probably the best team in football right now. Uh, the Bills are the best team in football, I think. Yeah, I think you, 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 gotta, you make an excellent point there. Thank you. Well, you want to talk about what we did tonight? Go yeah. ahead, get it out of your system. No, I'm no, not, please. I wasn't no. Come on, on, I mean, you brought in the the doggone scorecard with you. Um, I'm, I'm sure you want to tell the people how it went. Well, it went well. Uh, we played a few frames of snooker uh, out at the Pink Galleon, and uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was a uh, shot a little better than I'd been shooting uh, of late. So I feel feel good about that. It was very rewarding. Uh, tried out a few new approaches uh, to the table, and. Uh, Pleased with the results. You uh, didn't have such a great time on the snooker table last week, and you informed me this evening you had some wardrobe changes. Yeah, I had, uh, you know, we played kind of spur of the moment the other night, uh-huh. and uh, so I didn't have my shoes on yeah. that I like. The and, shoes. It's got to be the shoes. Well, I had these ill-fitting shoes that they they look nice, but they're not comfortable. You had loafers on when you were playing yeah. and didn't play so well. Right. And yeah. uh, I like to have lace-up shoes because you need to have that support underneath you. And then, uh, you're playing pool. Dude. I didn't you have act my... act like uh, you're running the 100-meter dash. I didn't you're have my uh, my more um, secure underwear on either. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I am a boxer guy. I am too. Through and through. Not yep. the boxer briefs. I don't want anything, you know, too tight on me. No, I, I agree. like it loose. Yep, yep. Yeah. But you you got to have uh, you know, when you're when you're pear shaped. Uh-huh. Uh you need to have the, you know, kind of kind of grip to you. Otherwise they slide down and oh, it's very very well, I distracting. I see what you're saying the next thing you know they're down around your ankles. It's very distracting and especially when you're bending over trying to play a snooker. So uh How often do you buy new underwear? Um Oh, I don't know. Every couple of years, probably. Yeah, I mine usually like they wear out the little part between your 
thighs, you know, from walking or working out gets rubbed and it starts to rip. And then yes, you get some new uh, ones. working out does, does take a toll on the yeah. uh, on the old underwear. Yeah, <clears throat> but I, I, it's not something that whenever I'm in a store, it's not like oh, I'll swing by the underwear department and yeah, see no. what they have. No, Georgian buys my underwear. See, that's that's how guys are different than girls. They have a store. I'll tell you where solely for girls to go get underwear. I'll tell you where I found a lot of my underwear. Where's that? Well, we were packing Junior up to move to Chicago. Ooh. And he said, Dad, can you fold this, fold this load of laundry for me? I said, sure, son. And it was full of my underwear. He <laughs> said he was taking with him to Chicago. Oh, I wouldn't do that. My socks. Really? Yeah. I, could, I, could, I could see taking your socks. Yeah. But your underwear? I, I'm, well, I've you got wash a special it, it's connection. Clean. It's, you wash it, no, it's No, I understand. Clean. I have a special connection. Mine, mine are different colors. I don't have just plain white. All right. So there's different colors, so I kind of like my different colors. Yeah, well, that's how I was able to recognize mine. So, yeah, so then you knew immediately. Yeah, that was, that, yep. yep. Yeah. So there, there you have it. Uh, do you the buy other them thing, online, or do you actually go into the store? And uh, touch them and I feel think Georgian gets them online now. Uh-huh. You know, back in the day, you'd go to, to famous the, bar right. or now Macy's. We spent the whole day together, almost. We did. We spoke to uh, this afternoon. The um, it was the Kirkwood DePere Chamber of Commerce, a really great group of people. Yeah, we were at a place called Friendship Village, yes. which is spectacular. That's what was my first time on either of their two properties. I used to be on their board years is ago. Is that right? Uh-huh. Well, they've clearly done a lot of great things uh, since you left. It's a uh, it, that's a spectacular place. It is. It is a marvelous facility, and and what they do is, you know, you pay. A fee up front, uh-huh, uh-huh. and um, and then there's a monthly rate. You have to be independent living when you move in there, uh-huh. and you get an apartment, or they have little townhouses as well. And you live in there, and then as you need um, stepped up rehab, services, yeah, memory care, skilled nursing at the end of life, uh, all of those facilities are right there on site, and you pay the same rate monthly regardless. And so there. Uh, their objective is to keep people as healthy and independent as for as long as possible. That's their model, and it's good for Friendship Village. It's also very good for the for the people, the clients that live there. Well, when I walked on the campus today, this is the first time I had ever been in uh, one of their facilities. I, I thought to myself, it was kind of the same feeling I had when you went and looked at colleges. I was like, wow, this is a cool place. I yeah. think I could spend some time here. Well, and then, then I saw they had like a coffee shop oh, yeah. and a little a place that salon. I could get some Swedish fish, yeah. uh, a workout facility. They had the whole thing going on. Yeah, it's phenomenal. And, and grand piano strewn throughout the entire place, which is something near and dear to my heart. And right. the other thing, we so we had lunch there. Oh, oh my gosh, was that awesome. It was amazing. So we had a little fillets and chicken spadini on the plate with some potatoes and, uh, and some asparagus. There was asparagus on there as well. You and, were disappointed uh, I didn't eat my asparagus. little uh, tomato stuffed with some kind of stuffing, and uh-huh. but it was quite good. I mean, really good. And he said that the the CEO of the, of the facility there was sat at our table, and um, he said this is the kind of food they all serve of our all the time. Are, yeah. It was it was incredible. Well, we were, but we were there mainly to speak to the chamber, which was a collection of four or five municipalities out in West St. Louis County. Uh, Kirkwood, De Pere, Kirkwood, De Pere, Oakland, Oakland Glendale, Glendale, maybe uh, Sunset Hills. Yeah, they're but a, a, a fabulous group of folks, really good people uh, that were there doing some networking, and they were kind enough to allow Hancock and Kelly to come and give them uh, give our predictions for what we think is going to happen in the upcoming election cycle talked a little bit about how we met each other and um, and really enjoyed the question and answer time that we had with them a lot of fun a lot of fun good group of people you and, ever belong uh, to a chamber it. of commerce 
I belonged to the Chesterfield Chamber uh, when I first started my business. Uh-huh. Um, and then... No. I, I still belong to the downtown St. Louis Chamber. Because uh, as, a, as a business person, if you want to buy health care... Uh, and you don't have an exorbitant amount right. of folks uh-huh. to reach a certain category, they have these programs you can go through through some of the chambers of commerce. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, that gets you uh, an opportunity to be a part of a bigger pool. And uh, so I, I belong to the downtown chamber. Um, that was a big reform that Jim Talent touted when he was in the Senate years ago, Association Healthcare Plans. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the single outside of payroll. Um, which, you know, you will gladly all pay payroll as business owners. I guess. But uh, they come, oh, come on. <laughs> you know, you got to take care of the people who take care of you and make you look good. You do. But uh, outside of that and taxes, I kind of lump those together. Right. It's healthcare, And uh, it's just is so expensive. And so it's really cool about Chambers is because they're networking opportunities from people. There was a lady that was at the Chamber today who had been a member. I guess she had decided to retire and, and move to Florida, moved yeah. there for, well, I'm guessing now, three, four years. Yeah. She had been gone for some period of time, and she was coming back to St. Louis, and the first thing she did before she came back here was to join the chamber, mm-hmm. and I finally realized why that was. There was really nice fellowship amongst yeah. those folks, and uh, it's a way to kind of spend business to each other. A fine, fine group of people, a great event. We so thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, we've got an action-packed couple hours coming up for you folks. Our sports insider is going to join us. Uh, we're going to talk about this new restaurant concept that I find absolutely fascinating. Uh, we're going to visit about the loss of Angela Lansbury and her truly remarkable career. You see very few folks uh, in acting that had done all of the many and varied things she's done. We visit with Sean Michael Lyle next hour and what's trending with Braxton Payne, all that and more coming up right here on Hancock and Kelly. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Two for two. It's Hancock and Kelly on St. Louis' News Radio, KMOX. Ah, you know what that sound means. It means we go to the Celebrity Guest Line where we are joined by our NFL insider. He joins us this evening from the windy city of Chicago. Hello, John Jr. Michael Kelly, how's it going? Fine, my friend. I understand you uh, spent a big, a little bit of time in the Big Apple. I did. Had O'Hare to LaGuardia. Got to see New York City for the first time, actually. And, hmm. you know, definitely lived up to the hype. Yeah, how about that? Uh, it, it's unbelievable how big those buildings are, isn't it? 
It is. It's crazy. I mean, you think Chicago's big, then you just spread that across all of Manhattan, and that's that's what you're dealing with. Yeah, it's it's spectacular. So you you got to do some other interesting things while you were up in the Big Apple. I did. Yeah, I got to see Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden, and well, I cannot recommend that more highly. Exactly. Uh, it was the best show I think I've ever seen. Wow. He, it's just special, you know. You get to see someone who encap- encapsulates New York. Um, Billy Joel in Madison Square Garden, his 84th straight sellout of this residency run that he started, I think, back in 2014. Really something to behold. Yeah, I was there last week or last month. You were there this month. He does it once a month. Uh, it's great. It's a, it's a special time. And did you uh, make your way over into uh, New Jersey to watch a little football? I did, you know, of course, as the H&K NFL insider, I had to go and uh, check out the action wherever it's nearest. So I took a trip to MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. Got my uh, taste of some real authentic, you know, you hear about the people on Long Island and in Jersey, and I got to see them up close and personal. Uh, that was a very, it was a learning experience. I've never seen a group of fans that crass, and they were giving it to anyone wearing a Dolphin shirt in attendance. <laughs> well, and you saw... The New York Jets, who have been down for so many years, and it just seemed like they couldn't get their act together, they actually looked really good on Sunday, uh, defeating the Miami Dolphins, who a lot of people thought uh, had a, have a real shot at winning the AFC East this year. And um, Now, of course, they don't have Tua on Miami, but still it was an impressive win by the Jets. Yeah, they didn't even have Teddy Bridgewater. They pulled him out after one pass attempt because the NFL's got the Dolphins under intense scrutiny ever since the Tua concussion uh, protocol was possibly botched. Uh, so they had a third-string quarterback in there. The Jets found a way to take advantage. And how about this? This is the first time since either 14 or 15 that the Giants and Jets both have a winning record. At the same yeah, time, right? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. That is incredible. Well, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of interesting stuff going on throughout uh, the National Football League. A lot of controversy about the roughing the passer calls that are taking place. Uh, do you have any thoughts on, uh, is the NFL, are they being a little too soft? Yeah, you know, I, I think they are at this point. You know, you got to just tell them they can't hit the quarterback. That way the refs can't. It's not at their judgment and their discretion to possibly swing a game. Um, it seems like there's no there's no uh, continuity in what's a foul one game, what's a penalty the next. You hit a quarterback, some quarterbacks can get hit more than God forbid you hit Brady. Well, but the, uh, Tom Brady, to come on, guys. Now, Tom Brady is <laughs> the greatest of all time. So, no, he, uh, he is, and, and, and he, he does deserve a little hits. extra protection. No, and, well, Tom Brady did take hits back when the defenses were allowed to play, you know, twenty years ago. So he's one of the few that can actually take the hits. I don't know about now at forty-five, but well, and uh, of course, we saw the uh, Carolina Panthers fired their head coach uh, after Sunday, and. Yeah. They're going to somehow have to manage to get along for the next oh, month or so without the services of Baker Mayfield. Yeah, so I may surprise you here, but I will no longer be disparaging Baker Mayfield on the air after tonight. Well, I'm sorry, we have a Why? bad connection? What's going on? Because, Michael, quite frankly, it's over. Old Johnny Hancock was right again, and I don't enjoy kicking a man when he's down. That's not who I am. I'm a positive vibes only guy. <laughs> but unfortunately, I was proven unequivocally correct. When I said that Baker is not a capable starting quarterback in the NFL, EPA plus CPOE, it's a stat that all these nerds and the sabermetric people love. <laughs> He's 32 of 32. 
of all quarterbacks with baby snaps this year. Below Justin Fields, Carson Wentz, and Mitch Trubisky. It's over. Do you think he never comes back? Do you think he starts to go the route of, uh, oh, who was the kid from Florida that everybody, Tebow, he kind of just fades off into irrelevancy? Well, you know, unfortunately, I think he's a little bit better than Tim Tebow, but he'd be lucky <laughs> to have the career Chase Daniel has had after, after this debacle of a season. And that's why, you know, I call a spade a spade. I give the best sports analysis since Mark May and Lou Holtz were on ESPN, too. The Baker <laughs> debate is over. I think it's case closed. And I don't know if there's anyone out there who disagrees with me that doesn't have a blood relation to the man. Well, you know, you know, you know that what they say, John. If you can't kick a man when he's down, when can you kick him? I mean, really. Uh, this is, I mean, that's the prime time to kick somebody. You know, I'm a man of class and integrity. Uh, we're moving on to bigger and better targets like that fraud in Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence is now on officially on Fraud oh, Watch. He's on Fraud Watch. He's the number one number one, was he not? He was. They said he came in as the best prospect since Andrew Luck. And, you know, we'll see. But Jags have a little bit of hype behind him now. He fell short in the first game with those expectations losing to Davis Mills, who, fun fact, still better than Baker Mayfield, 31 out of 32. Uh, th- that's the last jab. Uh, well, any uh, any surprise teams uh, so far five weeks into the season? Yeah, so the Ravens, not really a surprise. Three and two, they've lost a couple games. They probably should have won. They were up big against the Dolphins and the Bills. I think they're the real deal. Uh, surprising the AFC West, the Chiefs looks like they're going to run away with that thing. Uh, Chargers, if they get healthy, I think they'll be a capable team. But the Raiders just don't have it. And Russell Wilson may have the biggest albatross of a contract in the NFL. Yeah. He just signed that big deal with the Broncos, played in that abomination of a game on Thursday night, losing to Matt Ryan. Um, so the Broncos, biggest surprise to me in terms of teams that are winning, Vikings at 4-1, and one, not really a surprise, but I think the fact that they're poised to win the NFC North, which I did call out. We can check the tape on that. They're a surprise. <laughs> and the New York Giants being 4-1, and one, beating the Packers. Big surprise there. Aaron Rodgers not able to get it but done. The Packers, uh, the Packers aren't going to be much this year, I don't think. I don't think so. I think hey. Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. We'll see. But how about them Cowboys, fellas? I mean, how they lose Dak Prescott. Yeah, how they lose Dak Prescott? They're still keeping it together, though. Yeah, Cooper Rush. Uh, that's what you want in the backup guy who can come in, win you a few games. I wouldn't say that Dak's job is, Dak's job should not be in jeopardy. But with Jerry Jones still calling the shots over there, you never know. Well, it's hard to win three games in a row in the NFL Football League and people not think that, hey, wait a minute, maybe this guy's got it together. Think about our own situation with Trent Green and Kurt Warner, what came of it. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Cooper Rush, it'd be a great story uh, after all this if you get a guy named Cooper Rush leading Dallas back to prominence. Before we let you go, um, Odell Beckham Jr. is still unsigned. Where do you think it makes sense for him to end up. So he, there's been some whispers of him going back to New York. Um, I think that could be definitely an interesting possibility, him reuniting with the Giants now that you know, my, my boy, but the guy he wasn't too proud of or wasn't a fan of, Eli Manning, is gone. Um, I think the Giants could definitely be an option for him. I think the Packers possibly. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if he'd want to go there, but they certainly need the help. Um there, so I think Giants, Packers, um, and obviously going back to the Rams could be could be a good spot. What about the Bills? 
I think the him on the Bills that feels like a game breaker. Right? That high pirate offense, you give Josh Allen another weapon. Their biggest issue though is they need to figure out how to get a running game. Uh, I think Josh Allen's one of the few quarterbacks that can overcome not being able to do much on the ground, especially with his capability with the football running downfield with his size and speed. But I think they need to figure out the the running game. Yeah, um, and I I heard some speculation that uh, Christian McCaffrey may be on the market. Uh, yep. Yeah, I did see that. And he uh, could that, end up he could end up with the Bills. Yeah, that I think would be a much bigger addition than OBJ. You put McCaffrey in that offense, it's scary. Uh, and their defense has been very underrated this year. They're one of the best defenses, I think, at least before last week, defense was actually outperforming their offense. So you had McCaffrey there. I think you got a real slugfest. Uh, they certainly have the talent to beat the Chiefs, but Super Bowl tough bound. to go against Andy Reid. Yes, Michael? Sorry, well, you were gonna is say, it my turn? Yeah. yeah, yeah hey, all right, before we let you go, uh, what was your favorite song that Billy Joel sang? Oh, it was tough. Uh, scenes from an Italian of restaurant, course. obviously. Of course. Um, it was my favorite. And he nailed it like he always does. Uh, he... But he did the surprise, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. He did a cover. Oh, wow. Oh, that's birthday. awesome. Yeah, did he that, do, that was uh, awesome. Did he do Summer Highland Falls? He did not do Summer yeah, Highland Falls. Yeah, he didn't Falls. do it either. No, he didn't do it that's, that's not. Either. That's not an easy piece to play. You know. No, I saw him do that in Wrigley, though. Wow. Yeah. You know, he's one of those people. There's only four or five of them that you can go to a concert and you will know every song that is played. Yeah. Kind of like how going to an Elton John <laughs> concert. Uh, you, you, every song that is played, <laughs> you're going to know it. You can sit there for two and a half hours and know every song, right, Junior? Yeah, as long as it's a clean Uber and uh, nothing gets left behind. <laughs> <laughs> he's John Hancock from Chicago. Where are you off to this weekend? Any place fun? Uh, I'll be in the Windy City this weekend. Um yeah, we'll see. Soldier we'll Field? See. Soldier Field in the offing? Uh, definitely going to check out a game at Soldier Field. Uh, Bears, you know, winning record. We'll see what happens. We will indeed. That's John Hancock, our NFL insider. When we come back, I've got this fascinating, fascinating concept that I heard about over the weekend uh, for a reform in the restaurant industry. We'll talk about that next on KMOX. Great team. It is a great team. A bottle of whites. I have been thinking all evening about how to best say this. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. Can you play this? Gorgeous. I do. No, I used to. I don't know if I could right now. You've got your right hand and your left hand doing two different things, right? Like yeah. Like going yeah, up and the other one's going down? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's fairly common. But, I mean, this is a beautiful piece of music. Yeah. Uh, and a gorgeous melody for the I think it is my here. favorite of uh, Billy Joel's songs. Yeah. Uh, Deals with his... Um, depression? Yeah. His his yeah. his whole battle, life battle with depression. Yeah. The highs and lows and all yeah. of that. That's why half of it goes up and half of it goes there down you at go. the same time. See, that's that's what, something that is so incredible to me about you musicians, that you're able to make your hands do two different things. Or hey, you got, uh, two, you two got two sides of the once. brain out there, buddy. you got the left side over I here understand, and you got the right side over there. You're, you're talented in your ability to do that. It, drummers impress the heck out of me, too, because... I, I I don't know how they can keep time when they're when their hands and their feet are going at different pace. 
Well, it's just you just do it. You know? Well, that's I play the drums as well. You just do it, okay? Well, that's why well, I think that's uh, what uh, somebody the, the, who's the, really talented. People says. can do incredible things with with proper training, and uh, and it's like anything else. You've got to spend uh, so much time doing something to get really good at it. And it's a you know it's a mad, these guys playing baseball right now. You know what I'm you good know at? they've they've spent ten thousand hours True. you know playing True. baseball. You know what I'm good at? What's that? Eating. Yeah, I'm a good eater. And uh, you uh, stumbled upon something that sounds really cool to me. Yeah. So, you know, during the pandemic, all of us got used to carry out, you know, that you'd go to the restaurant, you'd pick up your food, you'd bring it home. Um, Within the last 10 years, maybe less, these companies, whether it's DoorDash or Uber Eats, they'll go pick your food up for you and deliver it to your home. And, uh, you know, it has, in a sense, revolutionized the food business. One of the issues, one of the challenges with carryout is that by the time you get the food from the restaurant to your home, whether you're doing it through a service like a DoorDash or whether you're going and picking it up yourself, uh, you know, the food's not going to be quite as hot. Right. Not going to be quite as fresh. And there's certain food items that you really can't order that way. I'm thinking about salmon, fish, you right. know, that just doesn't travel well. And so this guy who used to run the logistics for Walmart, uh, his, he left that business years ago. He started, I don't know, six or seven businesses. I've heard him interviewed. And he's got this concept that he's trying out right now in northern New Jersey where basically he partners with a restaurant, Bobby uh-huh. Flay Steak. Wow. Okay? Yeah. And so the menu from Bobby Flay Steak is on one of these trucks. And he's got 20 trucks 20 different restaurants that you can choose from, and you order off the menu. And what they do is they prepare the food uh, up to a certain point and then load it on the truck. The driver of the – and it's a truck. It's it's a, like a – Conversion truck. Yeah, yeah. about the size of one look. of those large Mercedes trucks that you, you'll yeah. see. And Printer van. Yeah, that's right. And uh-huh. so they've got, they've, got a, they've got an oven in there. They've got stove in there. They've got the food that's – par baked uh-huh. ready and the driver is the chef wow and so you order through the app this car drives it parks in front of your house and then they finish off the food if it's a steak they finish and if you want it medium rare you, they they know what button to push on the on the oven there or on the stove uh-huh. or i guess it's the oven where they finish it and uh and you get all the sides, and it, you are literally eating Bobby Flay steak in your home, and it's piping hot, fresh right out of the truck. I mean, it's finished and delivered to your door within a minute. Well, it is an incredible concept. It really is. I, I wonder how cost-effective it is. It sounds pretty, he pretty said, expensive. He, well, it depends on the restaurant. So right. he, he partners with 20 different restaurants, and they've got all styles. The Tecaria del Taco, uh, a taco bar. Uh, Sri Pry Phi, a Vietnamese uh-huh. place. They've got uh, Frankie Sputino from Brooklyn is sure. one of their uh, Estelle and Genies. Okay, uh, you know, so they've got all these different restaurants. So the prices vary. Their average ticket is about seventy four dollars. Okay, which is like eating out it, totally. You know, yeah. and and this has been it's good food delivered to you. The company is called Wonder Inc. And uh, I just I don't know. I think. These these people that come up with these really creative ideas, right? Have uh, always fascinated me because they revolutionize and change the world. This guy, I think, is onto something here that could go. So he's got twenty trucks in his test market. He's got a hundred and seventy some employees. They've got one central kitchen where they prepare everything. They load up the trucks. 
send them out on the street. And the app, it's like an Uber where the closest truck to the house that orders is, boom, is there. That's that's incredible. It's a, it is a spectacular idea. And if you think about it, it's a pretty simple idea, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm sure part of this idea came from him from either going to restaurants and then all of a sudden doing Uber Eats. And then, man, my favorite restaurant food shows up cold. There's got to be another way to do this. I mean, that's what's amazing about inventors is they're able to take the... Uh, the the most benign parts of life and yeah. find a new way to Here's make it easier. Here's a problem. Easier. How do you solve it? Right, and that's basically you know what what he's done. And I didn't I didn't catch all of the other businesses that he started, but there's been a number of them. And um, imagine doing logistics for Walmart. Yeah, I, would imagine, I mean it's that's like be. Amazon, Walmart. There's some major logistics there. Well, the thing about Walmart that is, I find so fascinating, they have little to nothing in storage in the store right everything is delivered in real time as needed i mean just to, and to do that on the number of locations that they have so that they're not carrying a bunch of inventory right is remarkable and you know it makes that business that's already wildly profitable even more profitable right. by not having to house all that uh, extra inventory there was a book uh, that someone recommended to me. It's called Lean, uh, and it was written in uh, focus on Toyota when Toyota first uh, emerged in the 80s. Yep. And the Japanese spent a lot of time and focus concentrated on how do we stop wasted movements of our employees. Yeah. So maybe the guy whose job it was to screw on the, 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 the tire was, you know, uh, what can we do so that – Things like getting him a chair that was that he could roll on, and then his lug nuts were always where he where they were supposed to be, and the you know, drill was supposed a, to be such an important thing to have your lug nuts where they're supposed to. But be. yeah, I get you true. But um, it, it, and you would think, well, okay, so you're making that one individual's process uh, lean, but that's the whole model. So everything related to the Toyota building model is how can you do this less more effectively, and with more quality. Uh, and it's being emulated in businesses all over the country now. I know it's a, it's it's huge in uh, aerospace and it's huge in a lot of places. But uh, there's there's just a person who, who kind of saw something and said, hey, some wasted motion here, let's fix it. And if you do that, enough dominoes tip, it saves you a lot of money. Well, and producti- productivity is such an important thing in the business sector and manufacturing uh, because – Time literally is money, and so you're constantly looking for ways to increase productivity. Uh, The American worker really is unrivaled in the world, I think, in in terms of their capacity uh, to increase those efficiencies, and it's it's one of the reasons why uh, I think the products made here generally – uh, are very, very good. Now, the auto industry got a little soft in this country you know, back in the 1970s, really opened the door for the Toyotas and at the, at the time Datsun uh, to come into this market. And they were selling at the time, I think a lot of American consumers believe those Japanese automobiles were better, better made. And uh, I don't think that's the case now, but that certainly was at one at one time. Well, I know it was definitely a narrative that was out there, but uh, when you see the the wages of... Uh, of employees to CEOs in the United States in comparison to what you see in other countries, though, uh, they're far better rewarded in other countries than they are here. Yeah, but our our folks that uh, folks that make cars are doing pretty well. They're doing pretty well. Hey, uh, we lost uh, uh, somebody the, today, Angela Lansbury. Yeah. I know her from a couple different things. We're going to talk a little bit about some of what she was in. 
Uh, I want to look up how old she was, and uh, we'll talk about Angela Lansbury after this on KMOX. Now, back to Hancock and Kelly, sponsored by Insperity, HR that makes a difference, on News Radio 1120, KMOX. I remember this show when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. I think it came on after 60 Minutes. Yeah, a very popular show. Ran for 12 seasons, which is one of the longest-running detective shows and one of the most popular detective shows in the history of American television. One of the greatest jokes of all time, if Angela Lansbury shows up at your house, close the door. Yeah, yeah. uh, She'd show up every week and somebody was going to die. Murder, She Wrote uh, was the name of that show. And, you know, this remarkable career, this 96-year-old woman who was um, just a few weeks older than Queen Elizabeth. And um, and she survived beyond Elizabeth. She knew Queen Elizabeth did, Angela Lansbury. Yes, she was born in central London. And uh, to a very upper middle class family, and uh, it was part of British society there, and uh, just developed this passion for acting, and got her first job at the age of sixteen. She had to lie about her age to get a job at the club at Montreal. And what's so many remarkable things about this career of Angela Lansbury, but think about the actors and actresses who have made it on Broadway. Film, right, and television, all, and she's a singer. She was uh-huh. noted for her musical theater uh, as well. well. I mean, a truly remarkable talent on the stage, right? And and we all know her from Murder She Wrote, and then of course back in the day, she was in a streetcar named Desire on and stuff like that. But she was even in Disney movies later in life. I mean, she's the voice of uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yep. She sings the song. Yeah, she was in Bedknobs and Broomsticks in 1971. You go back to the 1940s, she was nominated for a couple of Academy Awards in Gaslight and uh, the picture of Dorian Gray. She was in National Velvet. Big pictures uh, throughout the course of the history of American film. And just a truly remarkable career. And the other thing, she was a brilliant businesswoman. Uh, she took ownership of Murder, She Wrote, for the last four seasons. She owned the show, the production really? company. Yeah. And, I didn't know that. Yeah, and she was... Uh, How do you know all this? Well, you know, people die, you read. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan But you've fan been of, with me. How, when did you have time to read about well, Angela Lansbury? You know, it's uh, just one of those things. You kind of pick up some things every now yeah. and then, you know. I spent a little time over at Friendship Village, kind of had you <laughs> thinking old people stuff. You were... You spent a little time in a library, did you? Use the old Dewey Decimal and looked up a little bit. The huh? old card catalog, Michael, and you go right to the book on the shelf, and that's the way it works. Do you think they teach the Dewey Decimal in school anymore? I doubt it. I, I can't imagine they do. I don't even teach cursive writing anymore, I don't think. I don't believe that. Well, well, well how are you supposed to write thank you notes? I know, it's difficult. Yeah. Because they're called thank you emails now. No, see, I thank don't believe text. in that. Uh, yes, I sure. But if somebody goes out of the way and does something special for you, yeah. or you have a connection, yeah. there's nothing more touching and heartfelt to me than a handwritten note. I agree. Um, but you don't get many anymore these days, do you? No, you really don't. Um, uh-uh. And I've, you know, I've saved a few that I've gotten over the years. I don't know where they are, <laughs> but I saved them at the time. My mother is the biggest stickler on this. I mean, if 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 I sneeze, uh, she'll send me a card saying "God bless you," <laughs> and it's a handwritten note. And behind my desk at my office, 
uh, because she ingrained this in all of us kids now, uh, is one drawer. And if I open it up, John, I'm not lying. It's a four or five inch stack worth of thank you notes that have been sent to me by family members. Wow. As a result of learning this skill from, from my folks. Wow. Well, it's a, it's a very, very fine skill. And a lot of kids today aren't in the habit of doing so. And, um, you know, I was talking to my daughter recently and, and she, uh, you know, her, all of her baby shower thank you notes that she had, right. you know, and she worked through all of that uh, after the birth of young Tula. Uh, Georgianne is plowing through her thank you notes now for all the kind people like yourself uh, who brought dinner. Oh, you're making her write thank no, you notes? No, she's to- doing it on, she's, no, she's doing it on her own. Really? Yeah. And uh, Do you have to set her up? Are we still in a situation where you have to, like, set her up and she sits no. in one spot and you, you know, well, she, you she goes, her door? She goes from her chair to the sofa. She goes to the sofa to elevate and ice and the chair to do her exercises. Uh, she had knee replacement surgery. So, uh, but she's doing so much better. It'll be four weeks th- uh, Thursday since the surgery, and she's she's doing well. I mean, she's up and about and needs me less and less. I still have you know a number of chores I've got to do. Well, you'll have one this evening, won't you? I got to walk the dog when I get home at ten thirty. Fortunately, this, I, what does the dog think when you want to go for a walk at ten thirty? Does he look at you like, "What are we doing?" Oh no, he loves going for a walk, and really? in fact, that's why we do it. I mean, because his whole little life would be so less rich if he didn't have his. Walks. How he many times it. a day does he walk? Uh, just one with me. Uh, Jordan uh-huh. was walking him twice a day. I just, right. I can't. I just. Can't. But you got uh, such a big, beautiful backyard. He likes it out there. Oh right? no, yeah, we go out in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the walk is, you know, the exercise. He likes to sniff, you know, and he smells all the other dogs. And yeah, the, you know, right. there's something about oh, it. Oh boy! And then probably hops on people when they walk by, etc. Phil does. There's this one person that lives in our neighborhood, and I don't know. It's got to be the smell. I, you know, something's not going he, on there. He loses his mind. Nice person, really. And but he loses his mind. Dogs usually know. <laughs> That's what they all bark at me. <laughs> Did you always have a dog? Uh, pretty much. I mean, once the kids got old enough, we did. When you, you know. when you were growing up, did I you had a dog? dog. Yeah, I did too. Cisco. Cisco. Mm-hmm. Where'd that dumb name come from? Well, that's what her name was when we got her. And, uh, so Cisco was a Karen Terrier, which was like Toto and the Wizard of Oz was a Karen Terrier. Okay. And, uh, great little dog. Mean, mean as snot though. Yeah, you know, the little dogs are the ones yeah. who seem to think that they're the biggest, baddest dudes on the planet. Yeah, and Cisco would bite you, man. She she bit the next-door neighbor one time. Oof, man, that was yeah. not good. Well, you had a dog bite you. And that was Brownie the dog. Yeah, my dog. And uh, th- this was a dog you went and got. Yeah, we got for free. Um, <laughs> well, the dog was uh, at Queenie Park. I, we got it for free. I think it was it had to be part coyote. <laughs> anyway, he snipped at the kids once, and that should have been the tell, you know. Uh-huh. And so I'm sitting at dinner one night. Uh, we get finished with dinner. I, I've got a blue chair in the kitchen. I go over and sit in the blue chair, and I'm opening up the mail. Uh-huh. And Brownie jumps up on the table and grabs one of Mary Catherine's toys off the kitchen table. Right. So what the kids and Georgian did whenever Brownie would misbehave like that is they'd give him peanut butter, and he'd drop the toy. And, you know, terrible, terrible right. lesson for the dog. Reinforcing bad behavior. Yeah. So, yeah. I, no. But, but, but it's effective. Yeah. It is effective. So I'm in there all by myself, uh, just me and Brownie, and he's playing with his toy that he's not supposed to have. And I said, put it down, Brownie. And he looks up at me, you know. He's not growling. Nothing. Uh-huh. So I go over there, I get down on a knee, and I loop my fingers under his collar, and I said, or her collar, I think it was, I can't remember. Right. I said, Brownie, we, are, we will sit here all night oh, until Lord. you put that toy down. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there, and out of nowhere, 
like a lightning bolt. This dog leaps and bites me in the face and took almost took my entire bottom lip off. And this is uh, a true story. Two hundred and twenty five stitches later. Painful, painful stitches. You had to go. Isn't that like plastic surgery? Yeah, it was plastic. Yes, yes, has to be. Yeah, because they have to sew each Uh layer. Otherwise, you're going to be scarred permanently. Yeah, I had a very good surgeon. I happen to know a guy through politics. He was a donor, Uh and all he does does is is faces and hands. That's all he does. He's plastic surgeon. And um, so I got to the ER, and I had my BlackBerry at the time, I guess, and I typed up. The, his name and showed it uh, to the nurse yeah, yeah, yeah. and said, this is who I want, you know. Uh-huh. So they called him. He was at home of Christmas night. Right. And he said, yes, get over to my office right away. And he sewed on me for hours. And it was painful, man, because they, they, there's very little they can give you to numb that lip area. Right. And, uh, oh, yeah, that was a bad experience. That's miserable. I have some. I live in a building where uh, we out out the back of our building. There's a, I guess you call it a dog park. It's it's a, like a little fenced in area that well, everybody right. takes their dogs. Full of poop, probably. Uh, well, they have cleanup area. Yeah. I don't. I stay away from it. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. But this one dog that lives on my floor, uh, I, I'm I, I'm always up about five forty five in the morning. My eyes just pop open. Wow. Doesn't matter where I'm at. Doesn't matter what I'm doing, my eyes pop open. You've never used an alarm clock either. No, never yeah. used an alarm clock. And I, I would love to sleep in. Trust mm-hmm. me, I'd love to sleep in. But every morning at 6.03 when the people are walking by, that dog will go by my door and go, Rawr! and I can hear it all the way through my house. And I'm like, well, I guess it's 6 o'clock. I'll <laughs> go start the coffee if I was John Hancock, which, by the way, I weaned myself off of coffee. I hear that. I had my first cup of coffee this past weekend. It messed me up. Really? I was afraid to drive for an hour. <laughs> I was so doggone wired. That's well, one that's, hour, brother. That's Michael Kelly. I'm John Hancock. We will always look forward to our weekly visits with Sean Michael Lyle. That's just around the corner. What's trending with Braxton Payne as well? We're getting along swimmingly with each and every one of you 12 people out there. We'll be back after the news here on X. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.